0: Over at a China doll, you can get piercings done for um, $20 above the waist and then $40 for any uh, cheeks, surface bars, and dermals for $40 every weekend at China doll by Carolyn. Um, go over and check out her social media. It's uh, Piercings by Carolyn. I'm fucking sick right now again, you guys. <laughs> so I'm a little loopy right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, go check out that uh, Hampton, Indiana. Like I said, twenty bucks. Anything above the waist. Keyword there, above waist. Um, and yeah, forty dollars for dermals, which is a pretty dope price. Dikes. Obviously, I'm sick. It's Friday. I missed work today because I was sick. woke up this morning, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm in that fucked situation right now. I'm so tired of being sick. Tomorrow I'm going to the store, and I'm going to buy some uh, vitamin C and start taking that shit all the time because, quite honestly, this is some bullshit. So, yeah, just know... um, I'm doing this tonight and then I'm doing the interview tomorrow so you might hear coughing throughout the whole situation and I'm so sorry. Like I'm was contemplating not doing this week's show but I'm like no, I don't want to not do it. So, we'll see how we'll see how good it goes. Um so this week I put up a post on my Facebook and um Yeah, it was about how I fucking hate Snapchat filters because that's not what people look like. And um, you guys know this. You guys know that Snapchat filters like change your jawline, it makes your eyes bigger, Um, evens out your skin tones, it can even make your eyes like somewhat sparkle. Ugh, I feel like shit. Anyways, so yeah. I hate them. And, they, and I and when I see pages of girls who basically that's all they have up, Snapchat filter pictures, it's like, that's not what you look like. I know a few people that um, I know in person. And when I saw them in person, I was like, damn, you don't look like any of the pictures that you put up. You put up Snapchat filters, pictures, and you don't look like that. So I put up a post saying that I don't like this, and this girl decided to chime in, which I welcome chiming in for sure. Like, please chime in Um, as long as you can have an adult conversation with me and and realize that we can agree to disagree. Please chime in. Um, This girl started off good. She was just basically saying, like, you know, so what? You got an issue with... Makeup too, because that's, you know, changing the way they look. And honestly, I, I yeah, I do. Um, funny story my first girlfriend, uh, this is not the funny part, obviously, she cheated on me for the whole four years that we were together with a married woman. And um, that's the whole situation that I exposed. And so th- they made it two months um, after her and I broke up, they moved in together, and they were together for two months, and apparently, my ex had never seen this chick without makeup on before, and she saw her without makeup on for the first time, and she said that she freaked out, and I'm like, you knew this girl for four years, and you never saw her without makeup, and she was like, no, she wakes up in the morning, and she like does her makeup before everybody wakes up, and... I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'm not like that. I do eyeliner, eyeshadow, and lipstick, unless it's like a fancy occasion, and then I'll do like the whole face. I'll even do like the whole contrasting, but that's really rare. Anyway, so she proceeded to tell me that one day um, she had gone to the gas station, and her um, girlfriend had brought her over food, and she had no makeup on, and her the the owner of the shop that she works in, when she got back was like, bro, why are you cheating on your girl? Like, your girlfriend's hot. Why are you cheating on her with that ugly ass bitch that just brought you food? And the ugly ass bitch that just brought her food was the same girl that he was worried about her cheating on. So, yeah, um, makeup's fucking bullshit. Like, maybe take the time that you guys are using... To filter shit and put makeup on and actually like love yourself. Like, take the time, like, look in a mirror, write on post it notes that you're beautiful and put them on your mirrors. Or if you don't give a fuck, write with a marker on your mirror. I'm beautiful, you're beautiful, whatever you need to see on a daily basis to help you build up um, and not feel the need to hide what you actually look like. I understand that there are some people out there that do it for fun, that do the Snapchat filters every now and then for fun. And they put up, you know, regular pictures and Snapchat pictures. I'm not, I'm not talking about those people here. I'm talking about the people that are utilizing Snapchat filters to completely alter what people think they look like. It's a, it's, it's a catfish tool now. I used to call Snapchat the cheaters app Because it's like the perfect fucking app to cheat on Because nobody can see your conversations um, If you don't want them to So yeah um, That conversation didn't end out very well Between me and that girl She um, Couldn't handle the fact That um, Sorry I just got a text And you guys got to be part of that (laughs) Um you know, she just we didn't agree on the situation. I went and I looked at her page, and she had a lot of filtered pictures. And I, I guess maybe it's just her favorite thing to do. She brought up a good argument. It's like it's something that's making them happy, and I'm like, it's making them, it's making happy at the moment. It's not that's not complete happiness. And if like I said, I'm not talking about the people that do it occasionally. I'm talking about the people that are intentionally doing this. So um, to that person who. Uh, got in an argument with me on fucking social media that I've never met and apparently hates me now. I'm sorry that we have difference of opinion. I'm sorry that we weren't able to be like, oh, okay, cool. Um, sorry if I got a little upset. They didn't really get upset. It just wasn't nice anymore. Here's the thing about me. I'm really fucking nice. I'm really, really nice. <clears throat> Until you put me into multiple positions of where I don't want to be nice anymore. If you back me into a corner and I am feeling like I am being treated unfairly or you are not doing right by me after whatever I've done by you, um, yeah, I, I, I won't be nice anymore. And I do things that sometimes I'm not proud of, <clears throat> but I get pissed. Like I'm tired of people treating me like shit. And you don't get to treat people like shit, and then when they get upset, start saying that they're the bad human being. Like That's not fair. And I get that a lot. A lot of people do that to me. They do something to piss me off, <clears throat> and then when I'm not nice to them anymore, or I, um, I'm not willing to do something for them that I'm doing anymore, then they get pissy with me and all of a sudden I'm the bad guy so we got instagrams plural this week um reason being for this is one of them is a supporter which I wanted to make sure that I always do and then um the other one is just one that I really enjoy seeing on like a daily basis um the first one is abduct dot me dot or underscore please. Um a d b c t dot me underscore please. Um this lesbian appears to be single. She does the whole some filters are like filtered and some aren't. Her filtering though is like um it's like artistic filtering. It's not to hide blemishes and change shapes of her face. It makes stuff that she's doing look like paintings. Um, she's got pup and baby pictures on here. So um, cuteness. She's pretty good to look at herself. Yo, um, hit me up. Is that your truck? Oh no, I want this truck so bad. That's a dope truck, dude. Yeah, I don't blame you. I'd want that truck too. And then I was looking through and I saw a stack of nachos somewhere and I was like, oh my god, that looks fucking delicious. So yeah, go check her out. She's got some art, food, you know, Instagram shit. Cute animals, cute kids. Some videos, so go check her out. Um, Abduct.me underscore please. And then the other one that I wanted to share with you guys um, <clears throat> it's just one that I really like following every day. Um, hold on, let me pull it up on my phone. So it's lesbian underscore styles with the uh, two Z's at the end. So it's S T Y L E Z Z. These people, I don't know where they are in the world. I have a feeling there's a few people that are running this page, but um, they put up so many pictures of so many lesbians on a daily. It's ridiculous. And the majority of them are really nice to look at. I mean, for the most part, it's always good pictures. I don't think that there's any Snapchat filters anywhere on um it. So that's a benefit for sure. They've given me a shout out on my personal page and um, I went really well. So yeah, if you like looking at haunt lesbians who may or may not be single, um, check them out. They've got a huge following. So, um, and there's a reason for it. Lesbians underscore styles, S-T-Y-L-E-Z-Z. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to get into these questions here but I'm going to take a second because like I've stated I feel like shit and um, I need a vape break be right back So yeah, that's right I vape Um, I'm a vapor. I got clouds, bro (laughs) My son told me that one time I was like, are you Oh my goodness Anywho um, This week I'm um, I'm going to be interviewing Via the phone for the first time With a girl by the name of Shannon She's been a good supporter Of course Everybody seems to be giving me such amazing support Um, I had a girl write me and told me that I helped her with her workout the other day. I was like, I would never in a million years have thought that listening to me talk would help somebody out with a a workout. So that's cool. I'm glad I could help you uh, burn some calories. Uh, I wish I could burn some calories. (laughs) All right. So four questions. Um, First one I got this week was my opinion on race in the gay community. And, you know, I'm going to address every question. I've made myself a a promise that I will address every question that is sent to me. And um, I I think I'm just over it. I'm over the whole race card shit. Like It's 2018. (laughs) All right. Funny story, you guys. This is actually my second time recording this show. I recorded it like two days ago. And through the majority of what I'm about to say, I kept saying 2019. (laughs) And then I stopped the show and I'm like, oh my God, you just recorded the whole show. And you kept saying 2019 and it is not. And I don't know why I've been literally you guys I've been making it 2019 since what is it, May um when May came around for whatever reason I started fucking just typing in 2019 at work and now every week at least four times. I'm reminding myself it's not 2019. It's 2018. We haven't gone there yet. We're, we're working on it. We're almost there, but we are not there yet. So it's 2018, close to 2019 and we're still talking about fucking race and, I, and I'm over it. Like I'm over it. I'm over the fact that we are still even talking about the fact that we're different. Like we're human, we're supposed to be fucking different. Pretty much these first three questions that I got this week is going to be the same answer. We're human beings. Like, We're supposed to be different. We're supposed to bleed differently. We're supposed to live differently. We're supposed to look differently. Could you imagine how fucking boring it would be if everybody looked pretty much the fucking same? Like... So if you have a problem with race and you're in the gay community, like, okay, I know this sounds weird or maybe you might agree, who knows, but like whenever, and, 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 and for lack of better, or pol- being politically fucking correct right now, whenever black people are racist towards somebody, I kind of look at them, I'm like, how the fuck are you racist? Like, you're one of the hatest races in, in the world. And when you sit there and you... Judge a lesbian or a gay or anybody else for any other reason that you don't agree with. You're doing what everybody has done to you and you bitched about. And that same goes for the gay community. Like, we are so discriminated against in so many different ways. We've got our government discriminating against us. We've got everybody discriminating against us. So why are we discriminating against each other? Because of what, race? Because we don't, I don't know. So what's my opinion on race in the gay community? Who gives a fuck about race at this point, people? Let's move on. It's 2018. Dude, I'm just going to giggle every time I say it. It's 2018. And and I can't even believe, like, whether you sunburn or you don't, who gives a fuck? Let's move along. And every single race needs to stop pulling the race card. Every race. All right. Um, oh, this one I had to do homework on my next two um, questions because I one I wasn't educated on, and the other one I didn't even know was fucking happening. Um, so, what's my take on all the new gender terms? And so I did research on this. And did you know that there is now about 53, 53 different gender terms that are going on now? Um, yeah. Remember my last show, how I talked about the whole labels thing? Like, It's just, we all need to fit in somewhere. People are, especially in this community, because we don't really fit in in society. I think they're trying to fit. Learn or fit in where you can fit in in within the community. I don't know. Then there's people like me that I don't really care what you call me. Um, I'm girly and I wear makeup. I act like a girl. I've stated this. So yeah, I don't really. Um, I went through. There's a there's a website. I'll go ahead and <clears throat> post it on um, the show when I release it. But um, it's CBS's uh, Gender Roles You Should Know is pretty much what the title is. And there's 22 on this article. And I feel like they were a good 22 to read. It was good to know. There was um, a couple of them that I didn't know. There's one called uh, Bigender, where you don't identify as one or the other, which is definitely the gentleman, that, whatever the human being that I talked about the last show that's male and female that's what they are. They fit in that category. Some of the categories are really close too. Like you read them and you're like, that sounds almost exactly like the last, like the category, like the whole gender fluid um, and by gender. I mean, that in a sense almost felt like it was the same category. It was just worded differently because gender fluid is like, from what I got from it was that they just don't really like Pick a gender, right? I don't know. I I don't know this stuff. If if there's any of my listeners out there that is really good at the whole gender thing and like what's going on in this world with with all these different terms and understands them really well, please will you uh, contact me? I'd love to interview you. <laughs> I'd really like someone to educate me. I don't do. I'm dyslexic. Um, hence the reason I talk backwards a lot you'll hear me do that i have a yoda tattooed on my arm and the main reason i have a yoda tattooed on my arm is because i talk backwards i'm not even a star wars fan if anything i'm a trekkie we've talked about this i believe i think i've talked about my yoda tattoo sorry i know i'm going to talk about things like more than once and if you listen to all of my shows you're going to hear those same stories again every now and then and i do apologize for that that's a habit i have in my life anyways i'm fucking dyslexic I talk backwards and I also read backwards. So reading something, especially on a phone, is a little difficult for me. I learn better when someone actually like tells me shit. So if any of my listeners want to interview with me and are really good with that part of the community, please hit me up. I would love to interview you. Um... So yeah, so just educate yourself on it, and if you want to live within these gender terms, go ahead. I'm I, I haven't been paying attention to them that much. I don't know. I, I just I have it in my head that I'm a lesbian. Um, I identify as a woman that loves women, and I don't really know all these terms. I'm sure I even fit under a couple of different terms because I'm poly. I'm polyamorous, so. Um, you know, open relationships happen. I I won't sleep with men and I won't sleep with women that sleep with men. So I don't really fit in any of that. But yeah, somebody knows it. Hit me up. DM me at the Dyke Show on Instagram, the underscore dyke underscore show. I promo as much as possible. (laughs) Did I mention that Carolyn's going to have $20 piercings uh, above the waist every weekend? If you guys are in Hampton, Indiana, or in Indiana, you should go check her out. Uh, yeah, random side note there. All right, so the next question was um, my take on doctors saying that transgender is a disorder. Huh. Okay, so because I dealt with um, with Ben so much, um, he he did this change back when. Um, no one was really doing it. It's, it's been a really long time for him. And back then, they had to go through um, a severe amount of counseling and time living as the other sex before they would get approved to do anything, um, top surgery, any of it. And so, no, I didn't know that they were considering it a disorder because I thought like the process of it um, was that you had to go through counseling and prove that that's who you wanted to be, so therefore proving that it wasn't just like a disorder, right? So I did some research on this, and um, it looks like this was an older point of view. There might be some doctors out there that still think about this, um, but according to a couple of the articles that I read, in May of this year, um, they, the medical society decided to move um, transgender out of the mental disorder realm and putting it into a human, actually, like a human condition, like where it's like something that people need to be taken care of for. And I don't mean in a trying to convince them that they're not that way, I mean in a way of like helping them feel more comfortable in their body. Which I feel like everybody should do. I even fight with uh, not feeling comfortable in my body. I, I have. They're getting better. I had self esteem issues for a really long time in life. I always kind of felt like I was ugly and like I never fit. I never fit in. I was really boyish before I came out. And then um, when I came out, I got a lot more girly and I started feeling more comfortable in my body. I've had two kids, so my body is not, you know, pretty all the time. Um, I have a little bit of a belly that I like I fight to get rid of. And so, yeah, I just feel like I um, am unhappy in my body quite a bit. And so if you're living with something like that, I feel like you should have the ability to change it. And I agree in you know people transitioning to be the sex that they want to be. It's your life. Live it the way you want to live it because at the end of the day, on your very last day, you're the only one there laying there going, oh, this is what I did with my life, if you get that chance. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I was kind of taken away by the fact that they called it a disorder. When I first got this question, I had to do some education on it. Thank you to the person that gave me this question because I learned something through it. And yeah. All right. Last question. I was excited about this question and it was given to me by my sponsor. (laughs) She keeps giving me the best fucking questions. Um, how do I feel about vagina jewelry? Vagina jewelry. Um, all right, fuck it. So, uh, I have my clit pierced. I've had it pierced since I was 22, 22. The story of how I got my clit pierced was pretty epic. Um, or at least in my head, it's epic. <laughs> I don't know. It could be lame as fuck to somebody else. Um, I, um uh, I was in the closet, obviously. I was 22. And um, I was going through a divorce and I was partying. Um, Not a lot, but I was definitely making sure that I had a few nights out. And um, I didn't have my kids on the weekends. So going out on the weekends was easy to do. And um, I met this girl at the gym. I met a lot of people at the gym. Where I used to work out, and she was really hot, really rich. She had a beautiful home and a badass Denali. And um, we had gone to this party one night, and we went over to this guy, her boyfriend or fling or whatever's house that she knew that night. And he had Hustler magazine on the table, and I had never seen Hustler before. I've only I've been a Playboy girl my whole life, so I had never seen Hustler. And Hustler is a lot more um, pornographic than playboy in my head. So, um, Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Remember I am still sick. Um, this girl in the magazine had her clip pierced and she had it done, uh, vertically, which is, um, the way you get it done if you want stimulation from it. And I thought it was dope. And so this girl that I was hanging out with, um, we, we would go to the gym, and she was actually known, and I didn't know this until later on, but she was known for wearing short shorts with no underwear and working out on the ellipticals above the mats below, and guys would go and do sit-ups underneath the mat, and they would catch glimpses of her pussy. Apparently, this is something that is fun for men. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's cool, but I don't really know if I want to like see some girl's pussy through her short shorts. I don't know. Either way So it came This whole situation came out And I found out that she was pierced And I started asking her some questions about it Oh fuck I'm so sorry you guys Anyways um, I had gone to a piercing shop And These two girls got it done And they walked out with jeans on And I was like aren't you guys hurting And they're like no And I started wanting to really get it done. So I, one day, I was sitting at home and I, I hit up my boy. He works at Evolution in New Mexico, which is like one of New Mexico's most amazing shops in the entire like city. Like it's the most amazing piercing shop in the town for sure. Um, City town. It used to be a town. Now it's a city. Um, So yeah. So. Hit him up. He's really the really only person I would trust in that region doing that. <laughs> and um, I went over to my friend's work, and I was like, "Bro, I'm gonna go get my clip pierced. I need you to go with me." And she was like, "Yeah, wait until I get off work." But really, you're gonna do this? And she was like spazzing out about it more than I was, which I was pretty much I was pretty much like just trying to convince myself to go, you know. Mm-hmm. So we get there and we get all set up, and Noah's professional as fuck. Like he's always is. Like he's um, that's my boy that works over at um, Evolution, and um, he's always professional, always just such a good good human being and. I'm feeling comfortable. I am like, okay, like it's only gonna hurt for a second. Like it's a quick pinch, you know. I can sit for seven hours being tattooed. Why do piercings scare me more than tattoos? It's so stupid. And I get it, it's my fucking clit. So it's a little bit of an important situation down there. And we go over, you know, the fact that like with vertical you get stimulation, horizontal is more for a show. Um, and I'm laying there and and my girl is holding my hand and my hand hurt so bad from how hard she was fucking squeezing it that the whole time I was so focused on how bad my hand hurt because my friend was sitting there fucking squeezing my hand so tight that I didn't even feel the piercing. <laughs> didn't feel Didn't feel it at all. I was like, you did it? And he was like, yeah, I didn't even feel that. And he was like, well, that's good. And um, he switches out the jewelry. I kind of felt that that was not too good. Uh, the next night I went out at that time, like I said, I was in the closet and I was dancing with this dude on the, the fucking dance floor and he had his legs between my legs and it kept rubbing my, my clit, which was, was swollen and very sensitive. And I wound up having an orgasm right there on the fucking dance floor. And I kind of freaked out about it. And then like a couple days later I went to the gym and I was working out on the elliptical or whatever the fuck it was that I was on. And, um... Yeah, almost had an orgasm there. I sobbed myself from that one. I was like, can't be having orgasms while you're working out at the gym. And um, I've had it for 15 years now. I fucking love it. I've taken it out a couple times for surgeries that I've had to go through. And um, I've tried to uh, masturbate without it. And it just isn't as good. Like, and it's still like it's not as sensitive as it used to be, but it still provides um, a really good amount of stimulation for me. So my opinion on vagina jewelry is everybody should have their clit pierced. <laughs> it's well worth the pennies to do it. I paid sixty bucks for mine, and it was the best sixty dollars I've ever spent. So yeah, go get it done if you. Want to if you have the balls to? (laughs) Get your pussy pierced if you have the balls to. Beautiful. That was beautiful. All right, I'm done for the night. I fucking feel like shit. I still have an hour worth of interview to do for you guys with Shannon. Um, I'm calling her tomorrow early, and we're going to do this shit over the phone. She's in Tampa, not able to come down. Uh, She's a 36-year-old graphic designer in the lesbian community, so this should be a good conversation. I did like the pre-interview conversation with her, and it it was pretty fun. So you guys are in for a treat tomorrow. Thank you for listening to me while I'm sick. Sorry I was yawning and feeling like shit. And yeah, have a good night. Shannon from Tampa with us this morning. It's a pretty beautiful Saturday morning. How are you doing this morning? I'm um, doing
1: good. I mean, uh, on my way to drive driving my uh, partner to sign up for trucking school. So uh, definitely should be interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. You're yeah. on the way, or you you've already dropped off?
1: Um, on the way, but like about to drop off in like probably like 15 minutes. So
0: nice. Should- yeah, be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Um, so this is my first uh, interview via cell phone. Um, I figure I'm probably going to be doing a lot of these because I want to interview people outside of Florida, and I don't really have the money to like, fly everybody here, you know? So thanks for being my first uh, phone interview. For sure. Definitely. Uh,
1: definitely. sounds like, seems like it's going to be fun, for sure, so...
0: Sweet, sweet. All right, so uh, go ahead and uh, give me a little bit of your history. Um, how did you uh, realize you were a lesbian?
1: Um, well, like I said, um, I think we've spoke previously. Like, uh, I dated primarily men up until about, like, probably, like, 21, 22. And, like, I always just thought, like, you know, I didn't find the right guy, this and that. like, And then, like, um, pretty much... When I admitted it to myself, I admitted it also to one of my boyfriends at the time that I think I'm gay, and you know, obviously, he wasn't so happy about that. He wanted to convince me otherwise. Um, so, uh, I had, I had my first girlfriend at I believe age 22, 21, somewhere around. Uh, nice, and uh, to my, my as far as like coming out and stuff like that, like. My family was pretty supportive of it. Like, my family's still pretty supportive of it. I, I, I don't think I've had anybody really, like, have a problem with it. Um, I think that all of my family ever wanted for me was to be happy, and I think that they are happy for me um, now. So, uh, when I got married uh, last year, um, had, like, my grandparents there, my parents, uh, nice. my father. Yeah, my father actually got to see me married before he died, because he passed away from cancer last year, so I think that made him happy to kind of see me settle down and happy so it's uh it's definitely definitely
0: a good thing yeah my my mom already told me that if I ever do decide to get married to um a woman just not even to invite her <laughs> really yeah wow. so you're really lucky to have that that's cool that, that,
1: that's shitty yeah I, I, I hear so many like people like in the community kind of like a lot of people that their parents disown them and You know, stuff like that. And even my partner, like, her her father will not speak to her because her father is Muslim. And uh, it's a really shitty thing. Like, I think it's
0: just, it's like, if you're a child, you know, like. Yeah, I've gone years. I've gone years without hearing from my mom. When I first came out, she disowned me. And then um, three years ago, she disowned me completely and took most of the family with her. Wow. And so.
1: It's tough, man. Like. It sucks. Yeah, <laughs> so definitely. Um, I yeah. think I think like I would I would think that you know like it, like you said it's 2018 and you know it's 2018. You know like, I would think that people would kind of be like you know whatever, not a big deal. You
0: know, but- there's still people holding on to like the old ways. You know what I mean? Like there's still people yeah. out there that are just. That you know, it it's the older generations and some of the newer generation yeah. too, just because that's the way they were taught, you know. But right, right. luckily, those ones are less. Like there's not as yep. many of those. It's most of the kids of the older generations are kind of saying "fuck you" to their belief systems that they were brought up on, and and realizing that you know humans come in many forms. And if you don't fit in the box, it doesn't mean that you have a disorder or that you're bad. It just means you're not the same.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's uh <clears throat> I think that's like uh, another thing is, you know, um I find I find that like now it's it's kind of a little better of a time to, to you know, be gay yeah, than it was sure. maybe like 10, 15 years ago. So like sure. I think like first came out, like it was definitely like a different time and like it was a harder time being accepted and stuff like that it's like now I go to work and I work with other gay people or you know openly gay in the office and it's just like it's kind of cool it's kind of cool like how there's people are a lot more accepting these days but then you know you have those other people that kind of are stuck in the old uh, days as you say so I mean it's it's kind of but it is getting better I think like
0: yeah if I would have gone if I would have gone to high school now I probably would have come out in high school Right. When I went to high school and middle school being gay was like so like so scary place to be because like every everybody honed in on you. You were yeah. you were bully bait. <laughs> and and yeah. back then they didn't do shit about bullying. Like when I was like I was in high school, my freshman year was 95, 96. And so it just wasn't they didn't give a shit about bullying back then. I had bullies my whole entire time I was in middle school and high school. and They never did anything about them. And then and yes. then when I finally fought back and, you know, actually got into a physical fight to defend myself, um I'm the one that got in trouble. But it was fine. It was like I had to I had to stand up for myself cuz nobody else was. And so I definitely yes. wasn't going to come out that I was uh, gay. I was already bullied. At, I was already bullied. So I just right. didn't need to add to that, you know? <clears throat> so yeah, 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 I definitely wish I would have gone to high school nowadays.
1: <laughs> uh, I, th- I think definitely it would probably be a better experience. Absolutely. I mean, um, I, I didn't really have, like, a terrible time in high school. I mean, I, mean I, I did go to high school in a big city, so I think it was a lot better. But when I was in elementary school and kind of middle school, I, went, I got sent to a Catholic school. So it was kind of even worse for me because I kind of really you know stood out and yeah. I was kind of like the the weird person of the whole school just because I was probably the only gay person in town because it's like a it's a five thousand population town. So it's like yeah. and then when I went when I went to high school it was a bigger city you know I, I kind of had other friends that were you know bisexual gay you know stuff like that so I think it was I think it was a little easier but definitely I mean high school today has got to be probably pretty uh
0: pretty smooth (laughs) yeah I think like like you said the smaller towns because I grew up in a in a smaller town kind of like um Uh middle school was spent in a in a school in Moriarty New Mexico which it was actually two towns that went to the one school like um Edgewood New Mexico and Moriarty New Mexico both went to um and when I was there it was way smaller than it is now and then when high school came around, I was like, fuck this. I, I didn't fit in there. If if you weren't um if you weren't country or you weren't a jock, you really didn't have a group and I wasn't yeah. either of those. And so um I went to high school in the city that was like thirty minutes uh west of where I actually lived and I found a group of people that I got along with, but um you know they were more more my style of a person or whatever but I had I had a friend and he is probably now she I've talked about um her or him I don't know what he's doing in life um in my other shows and I used to watch this poor guy like it shoved into lockers and like I mean torture torture people would just walk by him and push him for no reason and yeah it was it was just horrible so I just I sat quietly, you know, but it was even even the bigger city that I was at was still a smaller city. So it was still a smaller school. And, you know, it was still the 90s high school. And bullying was, I mean, people didn't shoot up schools. People just beat the shit out of each other. And then yeah, yeah. Columbine happened and people started shooting up schools. So I don't know. It was just – when I went to high school, it was a really interesting time. I only made it through two um, two years of high school. And I wound up dropping out and getting my GED and starting my life. But, yeah, there was no chance in hell I was coming out as gay in high school because if I did that, oh, my God, it would have been – I would have been picked on every day instead of every other day. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think, like – I mean, it's, I think high school – it's tough either way i mean obviously because i got like the cyberbullying and stuff like that
0: so like i mean oh been, i'm like, so happen- thankful i didn't go to high school when the cell phone yeah. fo- when the cell phones were in high school there was no cell phones in yeah. my high school but, and nowadays like i mean even i watch my kids go to high school and and you know you got to worry about pictures being spread around to the whole school yeah, yeah. like you gotta oh i i so would have been that victim like i would have been the person that the picture got spread around the school that would have been me
1: yeah, for sure. I mean, or I guess I guess, I guess, guess, all in all, like, yeah, I mean, high, school, high school's a shitty time, yeah. I think, especially for anybody. I mean, there's, like, a lot of, you know, teenage angst. I, mean, I know I had a lot of teenage angst, and, like, yeah. you know, like, it's just, like, a process of, like, you know, finding yourself. I mean, I guess I was, like, one of the lucky ones. You know, I didn't – I mean, obviously I got bullied because everybody gets bullied in high school, but, you know, I mean, nobody, nobody really – Nobody really cared that I was, because I, I was bisexual at the time. That's, I think that's everybody's stage before they come completely yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah,
0: I was bisexual so, too at the beginning. Yeah,
1: so I mean, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people kind of admired me for it, I think, and they kind of, um, I think they kind of, it was kind of a fad at that point too, back when I was in high school, to be bisexual. Like, you were considered cool to be bisexual, and I mean, at least where I went to high school, um. So I guess that kind of helps my
0: process in coming out, so definitely... What what years... Do you remember what years you were in high school?
1: Um, I think it was, like, 98 to... I graduated in 2001, so I think I started in 98.
0: Nice. So, yeah, so,
1: I mean, it was... that That's... I know that was a time that, you know, the early 2000s, it was, it was considered cool, I think, to be
0: bisexual yeah, in a lot of... Yeah, started getting more popular, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and half half of those people that were bisexual are either now gay today or straight, so
0: yeah 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 it was depending on how what coolness you were going for or yeah. like if you were just wanting to look cool or if you actually were just like gay like, and trying to like find exactly. a way to fit in with the cool people <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so what's your uh what's your view on the adult lesbian community because I feel like I'm stuck in high school again since I came out. Um, I, I you know I don't have a partner. I'm single, and I feel like um, dealing with these lesbians. I, I feel like I'm back in in high school. So what's your uh, opinion on the adult lesbian community?
1: Um, I think I don't know. From like from like what I see, like there's a lot of there's a lot of labeling going on, and like um, as far as like I saw like heard you talk about like the gender roles and stuff like that's kind of like a part too. But like I feel like um there's like a lot of emphasis on a lot of gold star lesbians like just because like I've dated men and stuff like that like you always get these lesbians that say you know they're gold stars they're better they're better lesbians you know you know they're they're more true than people that who have dated men or whatever I think that
0: I think that gold star lesbians like like I think it's cool Whenever I meet one, I'm like, yeah. that's cool. Like, you've you've lived your true self your whole life. And that's Worthy. the only reason why I think it's cool. I don't think that you're a better lesbian if you're a gold star than if you're not a gold star. I can yeah. see how people can definitely bring that into play for sure. But yeah. I think it's cool. Like, I kind of wish I was a gold star, but then I wouldn't have my kids and, and you know... I would yeah. not like to not have my kids so um so it's kind of like a double-edged sword on that but yeah the only reason why I think gold star is cool because it's cool that you got to like you spent your whole life being true to yourself like mm-hmm. you knew you'd never wanted dick and you never took it and so but yeah I can definitely see um the whole gold star lesbians try to say that they're better lesbians yeah. or might say that yeah as
1: far as my experience yeah I mean I've, I've known a lot of You know, gold star lesbians who kind of they they almost try to act like they're they're better than you. And and yeah, it's it's cool. You know, like it it is cool that you know they've never had a date man to figure out you know who they are and stuff like that. But some of us, uh, some of us weren't that you know in tune to ourselves you know early enough to know or allowed to be or
0: even allowed to be. There's a lot of us out there that were like so stuck in religious families that they were they weren't allowed to be a gold star. Their whole family was all like, get married, do this, have kids, raise a family, like.
1: That's yeah. what I got shoved into. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I mean, that's I, I'm lucky to not have been shoved into stuff like that. I mean, I was always told, you know, by my grandparents and my parents, you know, whatever the fuck makes me happy, just fucking do it. Just stop being fucking depressed. Stop, you know, yeah. stop hating yourself. Just do what makes you happy. And if you're going to do what makes you happy, you know, do it right. Like, do it 100%, basically. You know, so, I mean, definitely, uh, definitely was not shoved into. I mean, I, I did grow up in a Catholic family, but it wasn't like, this oppressive like you know christian catholics are
0: more open than christians for sure yeah
1: yeah for sure i mean definitely Mm. i mean i like my grandparents are are devout catholics you you know they went to church every sunday and every saturday and i mean i got married at their house as a gay wedding obviously
0: that's super happy
1: so it's like that's amazing yeah it's definitely cool i mean i i'm not a religious person i i i don't want to hear about people's religion i'm i'm pagan uh, I don't try to push my stuff on other people. So, I mean, I, I definitely, that's what I don't like about Florida, I think, because there's so many religious people around and they kind
0: of yeah. try to push. push it depends it on, you. on where you are, though, in Florida, because, like, I'm Wiccan and where I live, Wiccan is pretty accepted. It's really yeah. awesome. I, like, like I'm more accepted as a Wiccan here than I am as a lesbian. <laughs> and so I, I'm cool with that. Like, I'm totally cool with that. But yeah, um, it does depend on where you are in Florida, because certain some places in Florida they're yeah. very, 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 very religious, and some places yeah. they don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah, true. I mean, I think I think Tampa, Tampa in general. I mean, it's a big city, so there is there is um I mean, there's some religious people here, but I mean, as far as like you know, devout people that come in like kinda kind of try to sell you and kind of you know push their religion you. I don't yeah. really see them, but but it might be just because. I work in a corporate office. I'm in downtown Tampa every day. I mean, I, I, I encounter most, you know, mostly corporate people, business mm-hmm. people yeah. every day. But I don't really see that side of Tampa, but when I go, you know, north, outside of Tampa, like kind of to the edge of Tampa, I, I encounter stuff like that, and it, it kind of it, it aggravates me because, I don't know, it's just, like I said, it's... it's
0: yeah, it's lesbians really aren't walking door to door trying to bring you into yeah, our yeah. team. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, I agree, yeah. so, uh, Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Very nice. All right, cool. So give me your uh, funniest meeting a girl story. (laughs)
1: Uh, Let's see. My funniest uh, meeting a girl story. I think, I mean, it it might be funny to some people. I mean, it's kind of funny to me. Um, But my my current uh, partner, um, actually, it's kind of funny. My ex-girlfriend, who I dated for... I think three years. Um, She kind of just, she really fucked me up in the head, you know, fucked me around and kind of cheated on me a lot of times. And um, basically uh, dated me as well as other people, guys and girls at the same time. And none none of us knew about each other. And this was kind of like a serious relationship. And, you know, we, we lived together. We were talking about marriage and it's kind of like, I don't know. She was just a really, really fucked up person. And, kind of did a lot of lying a lot of cheating broke my heart um and um she was friends with um my current partner nancy um and they had dated previously um she was actually her ex-girlfriend and i guess that my ex-girlfriend confided in nancy at the time saying hey you know i'm cheating on shannon i don't know what to do i'm not i'm not gonna tell her you know obviously but you know what should I do? Because, you know, I'm trying to date her and this guy at the same time. And Nancy actually ended up getting pissed. And she didn't even know me. And she's like, yo, like, why would you do that? That's like Sweet. Up. So like, your current
0: what? girl has morals. I like it already. Yeah. She
1: has, <laughs> she has morals. And my current girl is actually my ex-girlfriend's ex-girlfriend. Which is, yeah. and I kind of basically ran away with her. And I think it pissed my ex-girlfriend off a lot. Uh, she was definitely definitely uh, a sociopath or something I don't know I mean she she liked to exert control over people and that's that was kind of her deal and I think that she she lost all control when I kind of ran away with her so we've been together for six seven years now and we've been married for like a year so it's definitely definitely a good decision on my part yeah <laughs> for sure definitely glad it happened I mean I'm definitely glad she cheated on me and kind of confided in her because like I would have I would have been with probably stuck with her and
0: yeah, I just went through a situation, so I was dating this girl, and she was actually one of my ex's friends, uh-huh. and um, they they went to a boot camp together, and um, I knew when I started hanging out with this chick that I was, like, playing with fire, uh-huh. you know, like, I, I just, I had this feeling in the back of my that feeling that I need to start listening to, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm talking about? <laughs> Definitely. And anyway, so she, we, we, we were together for two months, and then she moved away, and for eight months we, I tried to make it work. Uh, I don't really know what the fuck she was doing, but she recently ghosted me, and it's funny because I've come to a point where like I've realized what she is, and like I'm actually like super thankful. That like she she was what she was <laughs> like you know what I mean I'm like sweet it's, like because yeah. now that leaves room for something like that's actually gonna appreciate me.
1: Right, right, exactly. I mean, sometimes like when terrible things happen to us, it's like there's always a fucking reason, you know? It's, Like, yeah. Every time there's a, there's always like there's always like a storm before something good comes out of that, basically, in my opinion, anyway. So
0: yeah, yeah. Well, that is pretty entertaining. Sweet. So you guys have been together, you said a total of seven years? Yeah. Congratulations like seven years. on that. Yeah. Supposedly, yeah. It, supposedly they say if you make it past seven, like yeah. you're gold. Like that, you're yeah. good. So. Definitely. Def-
1: I mean, I, I, it's definitely my longest relationship. I mean, kind of every every girl that I've ever been with, we've kind of never lasted past two years because of either, you know, they would cheat I, I got cheated on a lot for some reason. So I mean I, I, I think I've been cheated on in every single relationship I've
0: ever had. Yep. It's ever like two years, I've literally so. been cheated on in every relationship. And 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 this last one, she didn't necessarily cheat physically that I know of. Um she did lie to me about a few situations and she was, I feel, mentally cheating. And I feel like mentally cheating yeah. is just as bad as if not worse, than physical cheating. You yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure because yeah, it's <clears throat> yeah. I think there's I think there needs to be trust, I think. There or has to be trust. You have to trust. trust and if you have a hard time communicating, be yeah. working towards cuz communication's key, but everybody communicates differently and if you trust somebody and you love somebody, the only thing that's off is your communication. Like work yeah. on the communication part cuz that's, that's something you can do. There's even classes you can take. To yeah. learn to better communicate or whatever. But um, people nowadays, th- my my view on dating nowadays, um, and be thankful, seven years, dating has changed a lot in seven years. I can promise you. I can promise yeah. you that much. But <laughs> nowadays, feel- people, there's no working on it. They they yeah. see that something is wrong. And even though maybe the majority of the stuff is good and this one thing is, like, fucking it, like, completely up, instead of working on that one thing so it goes away, it's just easier just to go find someone else. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, and I do, I do I do see that, like, on social media and, like, in and, and people that I know, like, kind of what they go through in the it day. It makes more, me so. sad. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely fucked up. I mean, uh, it's, like, I, I, I'm the type of person, you know, in a relationship, like, if we got a problem, we're talking about it right now. Like, I'm not going another. You're not hour supposed
0: to go to counseling. bed angry with your partner. Like, <laughs> exactly. you're not supposed to. Like, it's it's a proven fact that, and and I mean, yeah. While well, you might need a couple of minutes to simmer down, depending on how heated the debate is. Yeah. If you take those couple of minutes, it needs to be addressed right away. Not not four hours later, two hours later, because by then, like, some of it might have been lost and and then that part never gets worked on and then you don't actually ever work it out and it builds up and you got to go through it again so yeah Yeah, I agree you got to do it right away not days later like I I've had a girl do that to me she was like we'll talk about this and then I'm waiting two days and we haven't you still haven't talked about it and I'm like at that point I'm like damn I barely remember what the fuck it is that I really needed to say to you
1: (laughs) yeah I mean like for sure, like I, I always have to talk about, you know, what's bothering me. I think I think my wife actually gets pissed off at me a lot because I always want to talk. I'm always talking about feelings and emotions and she's like the first butch that I've ever been with. And it's like that's why I kinda of brought up the question earlier to you like about, you know, femme butch dynamic, femme femme. Like I I primarily dated other people that were like tomboys like me or, you know, femme more femme like me. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's, it really is, like, different the way we communicate together. Because, like, she doesn't like talking about feelings. And I'm always talking about feelings and talking about, kind of, problems. And we're trying to work on these problems. But I think, it like, in the end of the day, like, she does appreciate that. Because we do work through our issues. We work through our shit. Like, that's why we're still, you know, going strong after seven years. So. Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, it's that matter of finding a person that, like, you feel connected to and you can make a future together because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to build that empire okay. together. And basically, while yes, there will be people that will enjoy your empire with you as such as friends and family, at the end of the day, if they affect your your empire, you two are against them. Like, huh? you know what I mean? Like it's you two protecting your empire at the end of every day. And a lot of people have forgotten that. A lot of people have. And that's part of the reason why I feel like I honestly just want to stay single. Because I've been sitting here trying to find somebody to, like, build this empire with. And, and yes, I'm not saying it's never going to happen. Someday someone might walk into my life and sweep me off my fucking feet the way I want it done. And, and yeah. if I don't find that, if that person isn't doing that for me, then I'm not going to waste my fucking time. Because, quite honestly, like what you have is rare and yeah. I want that so if that rareness comes in and shines so fucking bright that I can't ignore it then bet I'm game let's do it but until yeah. then I'm good I'll build my empire by myself
1: <laughs> definitely definitely it's like yeah I mean I definitely I definitely hear that I mean um, for me like I know I know when I was whatever I was never really single that often. Like, unfortunately, I always wanted... I always got out of relationships, you know, like, fucked up in the head, basically, from these people, and I'd be like, you know, I want to be single, I want to just go fuck around with people, you know, just get my head on straight, but it never, ever quite happened that way. Yeah,
0: So I understand that motion. I've
1: I've always, like, fucked around with people and caught feelings quick and, like, caught feelings for me, so I was, like, I was never, ever single more than probably, like, six months, so... But I definitely, I definitely hear that because if I never fell in love with anybody, like I would, I would definitely want to stay single if I didn't find like a perfect person. So I, I definitely hear that.
0: Yeah, it's been, it's been, um, it's been technically, um, three months that I've been single. Four months? I don't know. I, I've kind of lost count. Um, I kind of feel like the whole eight months that we were long distance, I was kind of single. So yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, I've been single for, for almost a year oh. now so like in my head at this point but I like it I mean I get to focus on myself and 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 I'm sure it sounds like you guys have a healthy relationship so you guys get to do that right like you get the time where you focus on yourself and you kind of build each other up while focusing on yourselves like it sounds like you guys have a healthy relationship
1: definitely I think I think we always try to push each other to do better and you know we, we also like kind of run a clothing brand together like so that's something we do together. Like we like that. We both like to create shit. So like that's beautiful. We got the, we got the, yeah, we got the clothing brand. We got she does photography. She'll shoot the photos of the product. You know, um, I, I do like freelance design as well. So I, I, in addition to my day job, day uh day design job as well. Yeah. So uh, so we definitely definitely push each other to do better. Like make more money. You know, just find other ways to kind of
0: create stuff and just, you know, leave them somewhere, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sweet. All right, sweet. Well, um, all right, so last question of the show, and I I, I know you're going to have fun with this one because you already know all the questions. <laughs> but um, I like asking people because I have kind of a funny story on how I learned how to eat pussy, and I just wanted to find out if other lesbians kind of went through the whole, like, once you realize you wanted to eat pussy, like, did you do anything to... To learn to eat pussy, or did you just dive right in?
1: Um, I think I just I kind of like just dived right in. To be honest, like I obviously I'm a woman. I know what feels good. I had I have I had guys who had on me before, and they did not know what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> so I knew what I knew what not to do. So like I don't know. I mean I don't really consider myself uh one of those people that's like super super good at it either. But I mean I could do enough to, you know, obviously bring somebody pleasure. So I mean I I know that. Most of the stuff I learned I, I watched a lot of porn and I still watch a lot of porn so I kind of I kind of learned learned that way, so
0: Nice. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, a lot of I, lesbians
0: like, watch porn and learn from porn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
1: just and- they have, they have some really real lesbian porn, like some yeah. real actual push on some porn. That's what I that's what I really You would know, like it's
0: people. funny because I, I actually know a fetish for a fetish porn producer and I'm trying to get her on the show. We used to we used to um hook up and um and we don't anymore, we barely talk, which kind of made me sad because she was she's a good she's a cool chick, she's a, she's yep. a cool chicken. <laughs> I just sit there and I'm like, dude, you could make – with 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 what she does and the people that she has in her life, I'm like, you could make so much money making, like, butch on femme porn because everybody wants yeah. it. Everybody in the lesbian community would be so happy to see that shit. They would pay for it. Like, I would pay yeah. for it for sure. Like, so, yeah, I am um, – I agree with you on because I, I don't like straight porn at all. I don't like watching it all. It does nothing for me. And lesbian porn is okay. I don't get off on the whole femme on femme thing. That doesn't really do it for me in yeah, my me head. Either. Um, so I mean I can watch a girl give another girl a head that's femme and femme, and it does a little bit for me. But um Yeah, no, and and the thing is, is like I really wonder, like, cause it's a show, right? Like, you gotta put on a show, and so you gotta, you gotta, put on a show, and so how real is the head? You know what I mean? Like, how good is that girl really? So it'd be nice to see, like, you know, uh, you know, shit. I would, I would kill to get a porn that's two studs and one femme. Oh, I would be so happy in life if I could have that.
1: I feel, I feel like, and it is true, like, the porn industry is meant for, for men, which sucks, so, like, us lesbians have to kind of improvise and compromise and stuff like that, but it's, like, I, I, did, I did come across a website at one point where there was actually real butch women with fem women, and it was actually, it was, it, was, it was porn, it was, like, porn movies and porn pictures and stuff like that, but unfortunately, it was, you had to pay for it, which is all fine and well, you know, obviously, it's probably worth money. But I look at all the straight the straight porn out there. All these straight men get all this access to hundreds and thousands of websites of free porn.
0: Yeah, and it's, I feel like it depends on the price because I, I know which site you were talking about, and that one was yeah. like fourteen dollars a month. Yeah, something like that.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: I'm like I'm willing to pay like I'm willing to pay like thirty bucks for like a porn yeah. at the store. You know what I mean? Sure. Type sure. situation. So I'd be willing to go and pay for it like on a website to where it was mine. I don't feel like I should get charged monthly when I'm yeah. probably going to be watching the same one it, yeah. same one or two. <laughs> and and then they had, like, you know, like, the year cheaper thing. And, yeah, I, I know which one you're talking about. And that, that option made me sad, too. Because, like, while I'm yeah. willing to pay for it, I'm only willing to pay a certain amount for it. And, exactly. you know, basically $14 a month for however long I watch it, that winds up being hundreds of dollars on two porns. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. And it's like, I don't know, it just makes me think of, you know, the struggle because, you know, the lesbian struggle, you know, we we can't get access to good free porn, but all these straight people can. Yeah. It kind of makes me a little, a little butthurt, I guess. But at the same time, I'm just hoping that, you know, things really
0: evolve. I feel like we're evolving. It will yeah. happen.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm de- definitely hoping
0: for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, there just needs to be a really hot butch and a really hot femme that are, like, willing to just do it. Like, because there's there's yeah. porn like that out there where they start off where it's not produced by anybody. It's just couples or people that start a live porn and yeah. just do it to have some fun. So someone yeah. should just do that so we can have some free lesbian yeah. porn because this is well, what, getting get ridiculous yeah sweet well it's been fucking awesome talking to you dude thanks for um interviewing with me i really appreciate um you the phone call and it was awesome uh i will put the show up give me your um social media let everybody know how they can find you
1: all right um uh, my instagram is shannon s-h-a-n-i-n underscore grunge glam all one word um, and I do I do have a clothing brand too. Can I like share that?
0: Or Yeah, yeah, dude. Go for it. Share anything you um, want to share.
1: Um my, my clothing brand that me and my spouse actually run is um it's like a kind of conspiracy oriented streetwear uh, brand. And that Instagram is uh G L X S Co C O. Uh it's definitely uh definitely unique and uh Yeah, I've there. seen it.
0: You got some good stuff there. People should go check yeah. that out for sure. Thank
1: you. For sure.
0: So, yes, that's that's about it. <laughs> Sweet. Awesome. Awesome. Well, have an awesome day. Um, I hope your partner all the luck with her trucking school. Yes, yeah, definitely. For sure. Sweet. Have a good one. All right. All right you too. Bye. Sweet. So that was uh, Shannon via cell phone. Uh, thanks, for everybody, for listening. Appreciate you guys. Um, my following is getting bigger, and I'm so thankful. Um, for every single one of you, honestly. Um, to find me on social media, I now have a Facebook page. So it's just The Dyke Show, uh, you know, facebook.com forward slash The Dyke Show. And then my Instagram is the underscore dyke underscore show. Um, every show that I put up, I also put links to everything. So I'll put a link to the CBS um, gender that um, you need that you need to know. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Anyways, I'll put that link there, and then I'll also uh, link the Instagrams of my interview. Shannon, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm loopy as fuck right now. I'm sick again, and this uh, cough syrup I'm on (laughs) is just making me fucking loopy. So yeah, thanks for listening. Um, Till next time.